Hi. It's Friday. I am here. Sorry for that laughter. That was from me saying a word and one of my cats just like turning around and staring at me like, oh my god, what was that? Um, it's really funny how one of my cats will be laying there not moving and then as soon as I open my mouth and make any sort of noise, it's like he's activated and he has to come over and try to sit on top of me. <laughs> oh man. So this week was okay. Um, it was, it felt really long and I'm not sure why that was exactly. I took Monday off because I was so exhausted um, by my bad life choices on Sunday about the Olympics. <laughs> like, staying up until like 5am and then sleeping for like two and a half, three hours and then just being up again was not exactly the best choice that I've ever made. And even though I went to bed that night at like 8.30 or something and woke up at like 6.37 the next morning which is way more sleep than I usually get, I was still just so tired. Um, so yeah, I did that. And maybe that's why the week felt longer. I feel like that would make sense. Because, um, because yeah, it's just, it makes sense why that would feel longer. Uh, because then I had like an extra day off and I was like, I don't really want to have to work again. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Um, I actually, one thing that also helped me make that choice to um, call out of work and take just like a self-care day where I just kind of, I just sat around and relaxed. I watched like, like I kind of napped. Um, like one thing that I'll do is I have a couple uh, people who do YouTube channels and stuff who I have on Patreon too that do like, that I found in the last couple years that do pick a card readings. And when I listen to their answers, I always kind of like close my eyes and just kind of relax. Like I listen to what they say and everything. And I open my eyes every once in a while to look at like what the cards actually look like, especially when they like seem to be wanting that to happen but it's it's kind of like my version of taking a nap in a way just like laying there with my eyes closed because otherwise I don't take a nap um every time I've ever taken like any sort of nap I always wake up way more tired than I was before I fell asleep and it's not a good experience so I just don't do it yeah um but anyway, I did that on Monday, and I listened to one of those on Monday to relax, and otherwise just, like, watched, like, replays on the Peacock app. It's really annoying how, like, the Peacock app puts up, like, 25% of their Olympic content on their app. Like, what is the point? Like, all of the Olympic content is going to disappear in like two weeks or so like usually like two or three weeks after the olympics um the like websites that they use for it go away and like i can't get the nbc olympics website 
because I don't have cable. So, um, and that's the website that literally has, like, everything. They have a replay of every sport, every, like, competition of any kind ever. And it's so annoying that they don't put it all on their app because, like, you have it right there. You could easily upload it. And I'm mostly annoyed because, like, I like diving and I like, and I've started to like surfing. And so, like, the surfing parts of competitions or whatever on the Peacock app, they have a replay of, like, that's, like, they have two replays. They're both, like, three and a half hours long. One of them is all of, like, the finals, so, like, all of the medal contention, like, one, like, team-up thing, whatever you call it, in surfing, um, for men's and women's. And then the other one is, like, all of the men's, what they call, like, heats, where there's, like, four people who compete and only two people can go forward and those people continue on in, like, the medal-winning process. Um... For some reason, they only have the men's, like, heats of all their different heats up. And, but that's all they have. Like, they don't have, like, they don't have, like, the women's heats. They don't have any of the, like, competitions that happened in between the heats and, like, how they figured out who was going to compete for the medal contention round. It's so annoying because I know all of those competitions are on their website that I can't watch. Um... And I also know because NBC is always, like, crazy about Olympic, like, copyright, like, around the time of the Olympics. Like, they were like this in 2016. Like, after some time passed, they, like, didn't care anymore because people have uploaded, like, the Olympic competitions onto YouTube from 2016 in the last few years, and they don't care anymore. But for the here and now, like, you can't, no one can really post it onto YouTube because they'll, like, copyright strike it and get it taken down right away. Um, so it's really annoying that, like, for surfing, they don't have those up when they could. And also diving. Like, there's been a bunch of diving competitions, and they haven't put any of the replays up. And this is, like, me getting annoyed with, like, Americanism because, um, the replays that they haven't put up are the ones where no American, like, meddled. And I'm like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> I just want to, like, I don't like watching the coverage necessarily on TV because NBC always cuts out a lot of in-between stuff. And, like, I just want to be able to sit there and watch the entire competition. Like, and especially with diving, I like being able to watch every single person going. Um, you, like, I tend to appreciate everyone who's competing and, like, even if they're not, like, medal contending. I still like watching it all. Um, especially, like, the medal, like, the rounds where they end with a medal for diving. It's just, like, five, five dives for every person in, like, the finals, which is 12 people. It only takes, like, an hour or so. It doesn't even take that long. So it's, like, why can't you just, <laughs> like, show all of it instead of, like, cutting away with annoying commercials or, like, cutting things up? it's so weird like I haven't watched any of the NBC coverage for gymnastics but I heard from other gymnastic fans that they like didn't show the routines for people who won medals like I saw people say that like they skipped the vault of the person who won the bronze medal in vault and like that was a great story too because she was from South Korea she's from South Korea like 
and she did like her vault like in 20 in 2019 she went to worlds and she she did like a vault that no one's ever done before and she got it named after her and it's a super difficult vault and literally no like nobody else has done this vault besides her and like she was trying to do it in warm-ups and kept crashing it so it's like amazing that she was able to hit it so well in competition and it's also com- completely amazing that somebody from south korea won a medal in gymnastics like that hasn't happened in i don't even know if that's ever happened before for the like on the women's side because they're like one of those countries that um has never been able to like quite get up to like the level of difficulty that other countries can and but like vault is one where if you're good if you get like the techniques right with vault and you and you're able to do like the harder level vaults um there isn't as many people around the world that do vault there's more people that do it now than years than like other olympics but there's less competition with that event than there are for other ones and it totally worked out and it's really stupid that NBC didn't show her and like they knew when they put together their like like when they figure out what to show and what not to show like the the vault event finals were the ones that I stayed up watching on Sunday morning at like 5 a.m. <laughs> Like, I went to bed at, like, 4.30 or something like that. And that was, by then, like, the vault event finals were completely over. So, like, 4.30 a.m., like, central time, they knew the standings. And, like, 14 hours later, when they showed it on TV, they, like, still didn't show... It doesn't make any sense to not show one of the routines of the people who win the medal, like... That's, like, the bare minimum you should expect from coverage. Like, I'm usually not one. I don't, like, a lot of, like, gymnastic fan in general tends to complain about things when it comes to NBC coverage um, that I don't like. Like, I think they, some of the stuff they complain about is just kind of, like, you know what NBC is like. If you continue to watch their coverage and expect them to be any different, you're not going to, like, why, why do that? Just don't watch it like I haven't watched NBC's coverage of gymnastics in like a long a really long time it's been a really long time the closest that I got was the Olympic trials but like I just watched like the last 10 minutes or so because you can like they the USA Gymnastics YouTube puts up each routine as they're competing so I can just sit, I just sit there and wait for their YouTube to start uploading routines and I just look at scores and then go back and watch it. And like usually during like, like the Olympics are always different with that because NBC has all of the, um, NBC has all of the rights for the Olympics. And, but like you, like, like usually USA Gymnastics has like a feed for free like they call it the an international feed where they'll like do a live stream for free on their youtube where people who are trying to watch the meet from other countries can watch it for free because like you know people who are trying to watch it through like nbc or whatever from other countries definitely can't do that because they don't have cable obviously here either um yeah, so USA Gymnastics usually does that, and that's usually what I watch, because they act, they sh- just show every single routine on that thing, and, um, and I don't have to listen to commentators. <laughs> they just play, like, the music that's playing in the arena, which is fine by me. 
Um, but this year, since it was the Olympics, they couldn't do that because no other, they can't do a live stream like that for like Olympic level events. Like NBC doesn't let them. Um, so I had to watch some of it. That was a big rant, but it's just, it's so annoying to me. Like I, that it's really annoying to me that I really like the Olympics and there's all this coverage on this website that I don't have access to because I don't have cable and there's nothing that I can do about it and it's especially annoying because I really like surfing and um I found some YouTube channels that do like live streams of surfing there's even like a competition that's happening like right now like over this weekend that I was watching some of today but and they have a bunch that I can go back and like watch and stuff like that from years prior which is nice but it's just so annoying that like this Olympic coverage for surfing is right there and it's stuff that I would that I want to watch um and like the Olympic like this sounds weird but the other like live streams that I found for surfing they don't have like they can't you can't hear the noises of like the outside like the ocean they basically have like the video feed and then they have like they have like people that are there like it's kind of funny how like low-key the sport is because the they have people at least the um live stream that i was listening to today they had people that were competing in the like event that's happening that they were live streaming that just like weren't competing at the time they were just like taking turns about who was commentating like who was what was going on which is basically just saying like who's winning like the different heats or like who won them um and stuff so they until they get ready to see who's going to be in the finals on sunday um <laughs> but like you can't hear like any of the sounds of like the ocean and or the waves and the thing that i really liked about the olympic coverage um was that you could still hear that like it was really nice that you could hear the commentators telling you what was going on and explaining things or talking about the different surfers and their like strengths and weaknesses and their diff and like the different styles that they do and things like that and it or like explaining what different terms mean um and it was also just super calming to hear like the sound of the water and like and like um and the waves and and all that kind of stuff it was really nice um which is why I started to enjoy it. it's an exciting sport anyway and I I like it even when I can't hear all that stuff because I think I like it. I've been trying to figure it out because it's kind of like a random thing for me to like because I've like only been to the ocean a couple times. Um, I live in Wisconsin. <laughs> like we don't have an ocean. Um, I've swam in the ocean a few times and I really loved it. I like, uh, don't get me wrong about that, but and I do love, like, I remember doing, like, body surfing. That's, like, my, like, my favorite thing when I am by, like, an ocean or even by, like, a lake. But this was something I did when, in 2015, when we went, my sister and me and my mom and her boyfriend, we went on a cruise. We used the money that we got from my dad's life insurance when he died to go on a cruise. And we just, my sister and I just paid for, like, the entire thing. Um, and, like, when we were in the Cayman Islands, um, we were sitting at the beach, like, I was, my sister and I were doing, like, body surfing, which essentially when you, 
see like a big wave coming and you just kind of ride along with it and you kind of let let the water like knock you around it's really fun (laughs) um so yeah I knew that I do that and I like it but I think that I like it partly because no matter how good like the surfers are like the athletes are how long they've been surfing there's they can't control everything because they're surfing in a fucking ocean (laughs) so like no matter what they how like in other sports like you know like what I was just talking about like gymnastics or diving um the thing that's difficult about those sports is that you have like one chance to do it and if you even if you like practice for like months on end and never make a mistake sometimes people get to the olympics and they go up there to do their routine that where they could possibly make an event final and medal on and if they fall or make a big mistake they're not going to make that event final like no matter what's going to happen um and there's nothing that they can do to change it so it's like this those sports are like this moment of you do like all of this preparation for the moment so that when you do that routine you're able to like kind of go through the motions and do it so that it hopefully like your brain and your anxiety doesn't like cause you to like make mistakes and fall but when it comes to like surfing like they could practice every single day for years but the day that they have the competition it's up to like the ocean like what's going to happen like what the conditions are of the like what kind of waves there are there's like they have no control over that like no matter how much they work and what they do it's up to like nature basically like what what kind of conditions they're actually going to surf in and it's just a matter of them being like the the only way you can really I feel like be like successful in that sport is if you kind of learn how to like become like understand the ocean and and like nature in some way like you have to be able to look at waves and tell if they're ones that you'll be able to surf on or not and like and it's one of those things like the conditions of the water and the waves with like tides or just what's going on with nature is always going to change so you have to kind of be have to find a way to be in line with nature in some way in order to understand it like it's it's I think it's almost like a sport that has a lot of intuition involved like you have to be able to just look at something and feel like it's something that you can use and like obviously there's like a lot of experience that goes into it and there's things that they can still learn along the way but I think that's why I like it and I'm very annoyed that there's competitions that I could watch but I can't because I don't have cable and NBC sucks. <laughs> that was a 20 minute rant. Um, yeah. So I think that's why my week took long because of uh, the lack of sleep that from last weekend. Um, I think the Olympics end on Saturday, which is like 3 a.m. like tomorrow morning, um, our time. I think today... I'm pretty sure that today is the last day. I'm not sure, actually, when I'm thinking about it. But either way, this weekend, I have a better chance of sleeping because I'm not going to be staying up for any competitions or anything like that. Um, The thing I was going to say before is that I've been thinking about 
So I've been thinking about how long it's been since I had a couple days off of work just to, like, have off of work. Not to, like, have to do something. Um, it's been so long. Like, I... I'm that not making any noise is me thinking about it. Um... I'm pretty sure the last time I did that was April of 2019 when I went to Star Wars Celebration and I took like four days off for that, which is (laughs) crazy to think about because that was so long ago. But like I did have off for three months at the end of the year that year, but that was short term disability leave when I was in um, my treatment program and I never did that in 2020 because my work Uh, laid me off for a month and a half and I lost all of my vacation time after that um I'm just thinking about that because I've accumulated almost a week of vacation time now I have 36 hours of PTO available to me um because even though I've taken like I took off this Monday and there was another day where I felt sick where I like did the same thing a couple months ago um but I wasn't paid for either of those days like I didn't use my PTO and the department that I work for at my job doesn't force us to use it to have off like the other departments that I worked for in the same company does um so yeah I have all of this time and the thing I'm trying to well and also because the weirdest thing happened, um, I, I got, like, so I got this random money in my account from, um, from the IRS. It was so weird. Like, two or three weeks ago, I, I just look at my account every couple days, and I saw that there was, like, this big, like, $1,200 in my account, and it said it was from the IRS, and I was like, what? And it was, like, right around when, like, people were getting their first, like, child tax credit amounts back, and I was like, I don't have any children. Is this in my account by accident? Um, like, is somebody else supposed to get this? Like, I've heard of things like that happening before. So, I tried to call the IRS which, uh, I had to Google, like, how do you get to an actual person? Um, it was very complicated, but if you need to ever try to talk to a person, Google that, and, like, a tax attorney's office will come up and tell you the instructions to do, and I did it, and I still didn't get to a person, and so I was like, okay, fine, I give up, like, there's no possible way for me to talk to you and ask you, but I, like, called my bank, and they said that, it was, they have it listed as income tax payment, like, a refund. I was like, I already got a refund for this year, like, what the fuck is that? And, um, I never check my mail, (laughs) because most of the mail that I get is just junk mail, um, so I check it, like, maybe once a month, because I never, I never get anything from anyone, um, so I finally checked my mail, like, last week, and there was a letter from the IRS saying that they changed, that I got a refund for my 2019 taxes because there was a change in, there was a recent change in laws involving unemployment. And 
that's what that was from. And that is okay. Okay. That, like, that's crazy <laughs> that I just got that money out of nowhere. Like, I'm very thankful for it. I mean, it's making my life much less stressful money-wise right now, which is, I'm very appreciative of. But it's also like, oh my god. Um, it makes sense, like, that little description of that was enough for me for it to at least make sense of why that would even be there. I don't know what laws could have passed, but, like, you know, tax laws <laughs> about unemployment makes sense because um, unemployment, like, they take out a lot. Or you, like, when I, so in 2018, um, it was mostly in 2019, like, the first, which is probably why I got the, they gave me, like, a refund for it for that year because like the first um the first two months that I was unemployed or the first two months of the year was when I was unemployed and so I got unemployment every week um for that time and then at the end of the year like from like September 18th through the end of the year was when I was at my treatment program and I wasn't on unemployment. I got short-term disability pay. But like that year, I only actually worked my job from like the last week of February through till like the week before September 18th. I like actually, it was till the end of September. This two weeks into going to that program was when I finally got short-term disability pay and just stopped going to work. Um... Yeah, so that's the only time that year that I actually was working like 40 hours a week um, at my job. And so it makes sense that if there was, like, I remember when I did taxes for that, for that year and also for 2018, um, but especially for that year, I, I didn't get that much back from my taxes on a return last year for that year because they, they would take out a lot for um, for unemployment, which doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Um, yeah. So if there was some sort of change with, like, the tax law that made it where you, like, they realized that they were taking too much or something, that makes sense that they would give me, like, that refund back. But either way, that's what that refund was. It's a complete, like, surprise, money that I never expected to be there, and, and I'm very happy that it's there and appreciative that it's there, um, but because it is there, I'm now, like, trying to figure out, the battle with me, and whenever I have any money in my account, is, like, am I allowed to do something nice for myself, or should I, like, not spend this money on things that make me feel good, but I don't actually need, in case I, there's, like, an emergency, and I need it sometime down the line, that's, like, the balance that I'm trying to figure out. Like, there was the news today that they're delaying federal loan payments until, um, until the end of January. They say they're not going to delay them anymore, but I don't believe them. <laughs> Just because, who knows, maybe by the time we get to that point, they'll have to delay them again. But either way, we don't have to worry about those at least for the rest of the year, which is great. Um, and the main thing I've, I've always wanted to do, I've mentioned this a million times. I've meant, okay, 
this time last year, like the beginning of August, was when I was living with my sister. So I don't remember when exactly I started doing this podcast thing, but it was sometime in the month of August last year. So I feel like I've legitimately been talking about this on this podcast that I've been doing for almost, for basically a year, for probably the majority of that time, which is that like, when I stayed in a hotel when when everything was going on with my landlord before I moved in with my sister, it was very stressful. It was a very scary, like anxious inducing situation. Like more time just kept going by and I never heard from my landlord and I couldn't like go home. I kept having to go home and check on my cats to make sure they were okay. But I knew that something that like, I just had this feeling that I was gonna have to move out because my landlord wasn't responding to me and then didn't respond to the guy once, uh, like, my plumber guy, once he popped up, he was able to, like, do work again, and, um, like, I just having, I kept having to go home every other day to check on them, and then when I was doing that, my car broke, and I had to, like, get rid of it, and just all this stuff kept happening, and, like, um, I didn't ever really get to really enjoy, like, the whole thing of being in a hotel, Um, And ever since that's happened, I've wanted to be able to just take, like, a couple days off of work and just stay in a hotel for a couple days because hotels are so relaxing. Like, the beds have, like, 47 pillows for no reason, really. (laughs) Um, They're always, like, huge beds with, like, a bunch of blankets, and they're always really comfy, and the air conditioning is always really cold, which I really like. Um... I could just take my headphones and to like listen to like fan noises on YouTube which is a thing that YouTube has to help me fall asleep at night um but it's like it sounds weird but it's a nice experience for me especially because it's like a place that I am where I don't have to worry about like cleaning yeah just that's the end of the sentence like, it's a bathroom that I use that is really nice, that always has, like, you know, they always have, like, a nice shower and all that kind of stuff, um, but I don't, like, live there all the time, so I don't, it, there isn't, like, the stress that, like, the, like, my bathroom and my apartment has, because I'm always so, like, anxious about if it's clean or not, and I'm always trying to clean it, like, I'll randomly, when I'm, like, I'll go, the, I'll go pee or something during my work day and end up cleaning, like, the sink in my bathroom when I'm in there. Just randomly. <laughs> because I have, like, all of this anxiety ever since my last apartment to keep everything, like, as clean as humanly possible so that situation never happens again. Um, yeah, so when you go to a, when I go to a hotel, like, it's not actually my bathroom. So a lot of, like, the anxiety having to do with it isn't there as much and it's like the whole fun idea of like staying in a place that isn't like your house but is close to it and sleeping in a super comfy bed if they have like a hot tub being able to sit in a hot tub um I don't have a swimsuit anymore though so I can't really do that but like just being somewhere that's not your house that's meant to be relaxing like being able to like order out food and get whatever I want and just like I can do that now but it just feels nicer and more relaxing to do that in a hotel than at home and now that I have like an almost an entire 
week of vacation, like PTO hours saved. I don't want to take an entire week at once. But I am like trying to figure out like is there a random um a random Thursday and Friday coming up in the next month where I could just take off on Thursday and Friday and just like, you know, get a hotel room and check in on like Thursday at like three and be there and then like check out on like Saturday at like you know, whatever checkout time is by like noon and have like a couple days like staying in a place that isn't mine and actually being able to like enjoy being in a hotel instead of feeling like wildly (laughs) anxious the entire time um it would be really nice to be able to do that and since I have that extra money in my account now it is a possibility to be able to afford that especially since hotels are they're still cheaper than normal and, like, I would just stay in a hotel, like, there's a hotel I'm thinking of that's, like, five, ten minute drive from my apartment. Any hotels in Milwaukee, the rates are going to be a bit cheaper than what people might expect. Um, yeah, so that's, like, that's what I'm thinking about doing. Um, it's always, like, a, I always teeter-totter back and forth because that is something just that is like pure self-care like I don't actually need to do that I don't need to stay in a hotel that's 10 minutes from my house and like feel relaxed for a couple days and take like those two days off of work but at the same time it is true that literally the last time that I had that I took any time off of work was over two years ago That's a really long time to last without taking days off just for, like, enjoyment purposes. Like, the only time I ever missed any work last year, I never got paid for it. It was when I had to get surgery, and it was awful going through that whole process, not having any PTO to use, and knowing that I wasn't getting paid for any of it, and there was no way for me to, like, be able to pay, like, anything bills-wise, really, um... It was terrible knowing that that's what was happening um it was so awful and and like plus the fact that even though i wasn't working i was in a fucking hospital in a lot of pain for that entire time it wasn't exactly the best experience of my life (laughs) so um yeah i always just struggle with this stuff because i don't put myself as a priority I don't put, like, my uncomfortable feelings as a priority, I think. Because I'm always afraid of, like, something going wrong. Like, especially money-wise. Like, what if some bill happens and I need to pay it and I spent the money on this hotel that I could have used towards this other thing? Um, I think that's why I haven't done it yet. And, like, obviously, um... Delta is going on right now, but at least, I don't know, the time when I was in the hotel last year, last July, was when things were bad when it came to COVID, Um, and I was okay, because I weirdly feel like a hotel experience is something where you're generally going to be okay, even in the midst of COVID, because 
like I don't like if if you like I put the I always put the thing in front of my door when I'm actually there that I don't want housekeeping to come in because I I just don't like people coming in where I am um so then nobody comes into your room and they and like the hotel that I stayed in had a lot of like covid kind of procedure things that they were doing like things that they didn't offer or did offer or whatever based on what was going on at the time but it's one of those things like I could easily stay in my hotel room hardly ever leave it and just get and just like order out food or like bring like some snacks or whatever from home and then order out food and not really have to be in contact with anyone um, besides like the front desk people when I like check in and check out um yeah I want to do that because I feel like it would be really nice and relaxing for me to have to not only have like a long weekend where I have off for four days in a row but also have like and be paid for that whole time but also just to be in a place that's meant to be relaxing um so that we're in a, in a situation where I don't have to feel like anxious about anything else that's going on at home like one of the things that's nice about having cats is that you can pretty much leave cats on their own for like two days, like two and a half, two, two and a half days before you have to like really come and like feed them or give them more water because they're ca- like cats are just like that. You can, if you leave out like a shit ton of, of food and a bunch of water, they're not going to eat or drink it all at once. Um, it's just going to be there <laughs> for, and you, every time I ever did that, like when I was at the hotel last year, I would come back, like, every, uh, every two days or every other day, and every time I came home, they always had a ton of food, and they usually would need water, but, like, um, I could get one of those, I want to get one of those anyway, those, like, water fountain things they have for cats, where you just fill it up with water, and it just, like, goes, so, like, that thing could be giving them water, like, the entire time, plus all of the water that I would leave out for them. Like, I always leave out way more than they would ever need, um, just to make sure that they won't run out before I come back. But, yeah, you can leave cats by themselves for, like, two days before they really need someone to come check on them. Um, so, yeah, that's a possibility that I'm thinking about, just because I usually don't prioritize, like, me being able to relax but if I got this random money for the government and I don't even understand why I got it I just have it (laughs) um and they're not going to take it from me because they sent me a letter saying that it's mine um then I want to use at least a little bit of it doing something that makes me feel good instead of just saving it all or like using it to like pay bills you know like an adult but that's boring and honestly after the last like two years or so I deserve to have like two days off work where I can just relax and I can just like lay there in a big hotel bed with like four billion pillows and um and not have to worry about anything for a couple days that would be really nice yeah um, therapy was also good this week. 
we talked about stuff we didn't do like super in-depth like emdr stuff like we did after last week which is good because last week i cried throughout like the entire session um but it was also on my mom's birthday so you know that was gonna happen but they kind of you kind of do that when you do emdr you like have a session where you go like kind of heavy duty into the trauma work and they usually have another the next week they usually are more light to kind of so they don't like uh, give you too much like it kind of takes some time for your brain to almost process what's changing in it and if they give you a bit like a, almost like a week break in between it gives it an option of like new memories coming up or just thinking about things more um to have something else to kind of work through uh I haven't had any new memories or anything come back yet um Although I also haven't really been sleeping that good lately either, so because of Olympic shit. So maybe getting back to sleeping more normally will help that whole process. Because a lot of the times, like, the memories that I get back kind of start as a dream. Um, and then I always remember them when I wake up, and I'm like, wait, what was that? And then it kind of, thinking about it will help it, like, stay in my mind. But they always kind of get introduced as a dream first. Um, the only thing I've been, like, thinking about the last couple days was, like, the last however many weeks, but the last couple days is, I feel like I'm always kind of bouncing around thinking about different family members and their roles and what happened. And I, when I say that, I mean, like, my immediate family. So the last, like, few weeks or so, I've been thinking more about, like, um, about my sister, and her, she and I are so, so complicated, like, there's so many things that I can never talk about, there's so many things that I can never tell her, um, I, and it's like a, it's something, I've talked about this with my therapist since I started seeing her, which is why I'm, I've been thinking about it the last couple months, um, but it's a thing of that I actively, like, protect her from so many things. Like, I just said there's so many things that I'll never tell her. Like, my therapist, when I was at my treatment program, you do, you can do family visits. And I wanted to do a visit with my sister, um, and we, like, talked about what we would do beforehand, and we, and we both agreed that telling her, like, that my dad, uh, that my dad raped me would be, like, something that she should know, like, that's some, like, and I had not told her that yet, um, if you get, if you get an idea of, like, how much I protect her from, I didn't even tell her that, until that point um I my therapist when we were in the appointment my therapist was basically had to like hold me accountable and be like we you said you wanted to tell her this thing and because he knew it was going to be hard for me to do it especially to your face but to do it at all and so I told her and I don't think I would have been able to tell her that 
without like my therapist there as support and like kind of forcing me to do it because I knew that it was good it's one of those things like I just said like it was very good for me for her to know for her to understand like this is how bad it was like this is what I'm dealing with this is why I'm like a mess right now this is why I don't want to talk to mom anymore um all of that kind of stuff like it helped explain a lot of the things that I've been dealing with and a lot of my behaviors and um but it was obviously something that would be really hard for her to hear which is why I never I always I didn't want to tell her um but my therapist helped me do it because it was something that she did need to know like it did help she said afterwards that did even though it was really hard for her to hear that that it was that it did help a lot for her to understand like me and where I'm coming from for her to know that that's like how bad it got so that's like an example of like I I protect her from like everything and that's I know that's just like an instinct from being the oldest sibling in the kind of family that we grew up in um that I just wanted to try to protect her from everything that could be painful but it's also something that has been very it's not good (laughs) like it's not like it's kind of it was definitely very dysfunctional um when we were younger like that's the kind of stuff that I think about now is that like like the last few days I've been thinking about times that happened when we were when we were younger where my sister knew that that like she could do things to me and I wouldn't tell my parents anything that happened because I would be like even though she was being mean to me I was like protecting her from getting in trouble with our parents even though it was negatively affecting me like an example of that is like um is like one time when we were teenagers I don't remember I think I was a senior in high school and um I just remember that I don't even remember what we argued about. It was just stupid art, like one of those stupid arguments that sisters have, and we did not get along at all when we were that age. So I'm sure it was really dumb. And either way, we got in a big argument about something, and um, and my and like, I, I don't remember what I was doing. I went somewhere like in our house for a little bit, and then came back to my room and she had like completely like trashed my entire room like I remember that we I had like this like almost big like wicker basket thing that was almost like a big suitcase that I had a lot of like my just random shit in like books and dvds and cds and clothes for like whatever season it wasn't like it was summertime so um, like, my winter clothes and stuff were in there, and, like, she, like, took everything out of that thing and just kind of, like, threw it around my room. She, like, threw my clothes that were in my dresser and closet and stuff everywhere. She just made, it looked like a tornado went through my bedroom, and I knew that she did it, and, um, I think she said something to me before I went in there. Either way, 
I came back out of my room and my mom came up to me and was saying that her and Cassie, who's my sister, were leaving to go somewhere and she was basically just telling me what they were doing and how long they were going to be gone. And the thing I remember from this interaction the most is that I could see Cassie like on the like behind my sister or I could see my sister behind my mom like you know when you're looking at someone you can see like over their shoulder and I remember that she was just smiling at me and she had like almost like this evil like bitch like master smile where she was looking at me that way because she knew that I wasn't going to tell my mom what she did and she was like happy that she did that she fucked up my room like that and like made me upset or angry or whatever um and yeah I didn't tell my mom she did that at that I did I said nothing they left for the most for the remainder of the rest of the day I cleaned up my entire room and then sat on my bed like vibrating because I was so angry and upset like I just remember laying on my bed and that because of the time year that it would have been I would have been listening to my Walkman and um I just remember I'm pretty sure listening to Linkin Park because every ever since I ever since Hybrid Theory Linkin Park's first CD came out when I was like the year or so before this happened Every time ever since then, whenever I'm ang- whenever I would be like really angry and I wouldn't know how to handle like the anger, like when I would get really angry before I went to Rogers, my training program, it would be like over the top anger where like my entire body would be shaking and I wouldn't know what to do and I wouldn't be able to calm down for like hours. And the only thing I could think of that ever worked to make me feel at least a little bit better was to listen to Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory and a bit of like Meteora too and listen to the songs where Chester is like mad and angry and it would help me feel at least better that I was listening to someone being as mad as I was then so I'm sure that's what I listened to but I can remember just like laying in that bed being like vibrating because I was so mad and knowing that she was just going to get away with it that I wasn't going to tell anyone anything and also just being really sad about her doing that um and then there was and then like a couple months later when I went off to college cast my sister she like her and her like best friend at the time somehow wrote down my debit card information and was using my card to buy stupid shit off of ebay that they didn't need like I was a freshman in college my mom stole all the money from me when I was working in high school, I went to college with only like $600 in my bank account. The only money that I had was like $125 a month that my aunt gave me. That was it. That's the only money that I had. I didn't have a job. The job that I worked that entire time when I was in high school, like the store closed right when I went to college. So my entire freshman year of college I didn't have a job. The only income I had was like a hundred dollars a month. And I was a fucking college student trying to like have enough food to like live. (laughs) It was, 
it was awful. And, like, and then here's my sister, like, buying random shit she doesn't need off of the internet to, like, taking the money, the little, the tiny bits of money that I did have. And it's, like, I don't understand why they even thought that I had anything for them to take. Like, (laughs) I didn't have anything. Like, why are you taking shit from me? I'm a freshman in college. We are, like, freshmen in college are known for being extremely poor. Why do you think I had any money whatsoever? I don't know. But I'm bringing this up because I never told my mom about that. Like, I saw what was going on. Like, I... Back then, you didn't have, like, online banking in the same way. You got, like, statements sent to you in the mail. But, like, on my statements, I could see that what was on there. And I and I knew that, like, the amount of money I had in my account was never right for what I actually had in there. So I knew that somebody was taking something. And I assumed that it was, that it was my sister because it had to be somebody that knew me. Um... Because I don't like, that's not, like, it's not like how it is now where, like, you know, companies could get, like, your card information by, like, hacking into something. Like, people didn't, like, pay for things using your debit card in the same kind of way. Like, the internet was obviously around, but it wasn't quite as, like, streamlined as it is now when it comes to things like that. Um, Like, even setting up online banking where you could, like, go on a computer and look and see how much was in your account was like a big deal back then like you couldn't go on your you couldn't go on the internet really on your phone yet you could like play games but you couldn't like open like safari on a phone and like use it like this was before the iphone was even existing so just to give like perspective of how long ago this was when it comes to like the internet um so like i knew for like months and months like most of my freshman year that my sister was doing that And I never said anything about it the entire time. My mom actually started, they started, she, ah. remember my mom asking my sister about like, why are you getting these weird packages sent to us? Because she didn't have a job then either. And then when my mom like somehow figured out what was going on, then the entire situation blew up with her friend and stuff. Um, But it was like a while it was like a long time <laughs> before my mom figured out anything that was going on and I didn't tell her. And there's there's other stuff like that 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 happened when I was younger. Like my sister used to like lock me outside of the out of the house all the time when we were growing up. Um we would get in a fight and I would like go outside to get some air and then she would like lock all the doors and wouldn't let me back in. Um and I would have to like sit there and wait for her to like unlock the door and let me out. One time I just finally lost it and, like, broke one of the windows and let myself back in. But that was when I was, like, 16 or 17. It was, like, years of of that. Like, we were left by ourselves a lot when my mom would go to work a lot during the week and on the weekends and stuff. Um, so that happened for, like, four or five years before I finally just, like, couldn't handle it anymore and just broke a window so I could get back in the house because I was tired of her locking me out. Um, but yeah, like that kind of stuff happened for a long time. And I know that I still do that now. And I more think about this stuff then, like, I don't like that pattern that I did. Like, I don't like that this is a pattern in me that, 
that I just hold all this stuff back, that I don't tell, that I didn't tell anyone the kind of stuff that she was doing. And she knew that. Like, that's the thing that's, that created, like, this really bad environment that I don't think we've completely gotten out of still. Like, she knew then that she, that I wouldn't tell. Like, when she, like, fucked up my room on purpose just to be a bitch, like, she knew that I wouldn't tell my mom and she wouldn't get in trouble for it. That's why she was looking at me and smiling at me in that way. Because she knew that I wouldn't say anything. She knew it. She, like, she knew that she had, like, free reign to basically say or do anything she wanted to me. And that I wouldn't say anything to our parents and actually get her in trouble. And I don't like that feeling. I don't like, I don't like that. And I don't know... And part of me, because I know enough about abuse, I'm like, where did this start? Like, what is the first thing that happened where my sister did something and I didn't tell my parents what she was doing and she realized that she could do, like, horrible things to me or just do things that she knew was wrong and I wouldn't tell anybody about it? Like, when did this start happening? how long have we been in this process it I don't like it and I know that it's something that I have to work I want this like next week when I go to EMDR on Wednesday I want to do at least bring it up to my therapist to talk about it to be like I don't know where this like pattern that we got in started I don't know why I started doing this or what even the if there was like a catalyst for me to start doing this like behavior of always keeping everything that she does from everyone including my parents even when she's hurting me um I don't like that and I want to try to at least figure out where this could have how I got in this pattern and then any advice to like get out of it because I know that like our relationship is so fucking complicated like I said there's so many it's very surface level there's so many things that we can't talk about um but I don't and I don't know what to do about that but at the same time I want to at least attempt to make it healthier than it is now in any way that I can um so yeah those are like the big thoughts that I'm feeling about this week state fair is going on here which is weird because every other year state fair has been happening i've gone with my friends and we're obviously not friends anymore so i'm not going um i know they're likely going and i hope that they're at least being safe when they go if they are going about covid because going to something like state fair where people are like eating that seems like a very easy place for people to catch covid so hopefully they're all vaccinated and they um are being safe because even if we're not friends anymore i don't want them to die (sighs) yeah um i'm gonna go and order some food for dinner now and stop talking